Hello and welcome to Caged Animals. I'm your host, Manuel Galarza. Today's episode is titled Gone But Not Forgotten. Next weekend, UFC Vegas 28 will have a nice full fight card. And for one of those fighters, Walt Harris, this fight is of more particular meaning. Walt Harris is a heavyweight. He's had some ups and downs in his career. Um, And outside the ring, most of his life has been a success. He's been a Division I college basketball player where he played at Jackson State University. He grew up in Alabama. He's been a top contender as a heavyweight fighter in the UFC. He's married. He has four beautiful children. But in the fall of 2019, he had to fight something outside the ring that was bigger, more evil, and more challenging than he's ever fought inside the octagon. So this story today is about how Walt Harris had to fight when his daughter was kidnapped and missing in the fall of 2019. And then in the aftermath for her legacy, um, to keep her legacy alive. On October 23rd, 2019, Anaya Blanchard left her apartment in Auburn, Alabama to go to a local gas station. It was a Chevron gas station, just a convenience store. She came across paths with a gentleman named Ibrahim Yazid. Ibrahim Yazid was a career felon who happened to be out on bail while facing um, murder charges. According to the surveillance footage, Miss Anaya Blanchard and Mr. Yazid left the gas station together with Anaya driving the vehicle and with Mr. Yazid getting in the vehicle from the passenger side. During that evening, Anaya would text her friends that she was out and had met somebody named Eric and that she would be home at some point later that evening. Unfortunately, she did not come home that evening and then began a spiral of obviously friends and family trying to track down. They hadn't heard from her. And what became, you know, a few hours became a few days and then became obviously a panic for the Harris family, for Walt Harris, for his wife. And, um, you know, according to Mr. Harris in his initial interviews, he got in a truck, he drove all over town, you know, he drove through everywhere he could uh, to try to see whatever he could find, whatever tips he could find. There was no sign of his daughter. Obviously, law enforcement was involved and surveillance footage was reviewed. The authorities put out information regarding the suspects or suspect, um, any information about her vehicle, things of that nature. So on October 30th, 2017, a tip to the authorities led them to Anaya's abandoned 2017 Honda CRV. The vehicle was badly damaged. There was a bullet hole on one side of the vehicle. And more concerning, there was blood 
on the passenger seat. Forensic evidence determined that the blood was that of Anaya Blanchard. And so the authorities at that point were obviously shifting their investigation into some kind of foul play, assault, um, and worst case, an attempted murder, considering that it was a potential gunshot-related wound. The authorities received some more tips, which also led them to Ibrahim Yazid. One tip was from someone who said that they heard Ibrahim say that he had shot somebody, that he had shot a female who had allegedly reached for his gun. And I guess that I have a panic or something that he had shot her. And so the authorities began to file the appropriate paperwork to secure an arrest of Yazid and anyone associated with possibly helping him evade authorities. And that was resulted in, I believe, three or four arrests in total because of several people who were assisting Yazid to try to avoid the authorities when he knew that they were looking for him. Investigators, state troopers, FBI, um, even Harris, while well, Harris himself and family members continued to try to scour the area in and around Auburn, hoping to find any information that they can they, they can lead them to Anaya Blanchard. And unfortunately, roughly, you know, thirty days after, you know, her disappearance, the authorities discovered her remains outside of a small town um, in Shorter, Alabama. And they were discovered on November 25th. If you look up this town, Shorter, Alabama, on your map, well, I say your map, I mean Google Maps, of course. It's a very small town, and it got me to thinking, well, okay, you know, Auburn is more of a major city, and, you know, what's, you know, what's, what's Shorter? What does it have? What is it made of? And I went to Google Maps, and did some research. So Shorter, Alabama is a town comprised of 355 people. It is a town that's predominantly African-American, 82% African-American, 16% white, 1% Native American, and 1% of other race. The median household income in this town is $18,929, and the median family income is $37,188. It's a small town, a poor town. A good percentage of the population is below the poverty level. And this is where Anaya Blanchard was laid to rest in a wooded area um, after coming across Ibrahim Yazid. Um, this was a painful discovery for the family. It was obviously a long month that she was missing, that they were trying to find her or any information leading to her whereabouts. In some way it was finality, a way for them to mourn and maybe close some sense or have some sense of closure for this tragedy. Um, for a 19-year-old college student, Anai was currently at that time a student at a community college in Wadeley, Alabama. And uh, that was roughly about an hour from where her body was discovered. Wadeley's a small town, but she was at a good community college in that town and making plans to transfer to Auburn University. Um, 
at the time that this happened, she was leaving Auburn. She was leaving her apartment in Auburn because she was making plans already to transfer to the university. She was in education. She planned to become a teacher. Um, she had a very bright future. And it raises the question, because I'm a parent, and if you're a parent, you hear these stories and you're just asking yourself the questions that I'm sure Walt Harris has asked himself that well, what if she just didn't go to the store at that time that night or what if she went to a different convenience store or what if she realized that the guy was something about him and she just stayed in the store and told the clerk to call 911 what if and what if that or what if, you know it wasn't like Anaya Blanchard was doing or engaging in risky behavior that would lead someone to say well you know because she was you know I don't know doing something that could risk her health or her safety then that was maybe a consequence in this case she's a 19 year old young lady college student um, doing all the right things from all intensive purposes she's just going to the convenience store that night and she comes across you know what's what's what a, what a better description can I make other than just the devil, a person who has had the gall to assault police officers prior to this and was facing those charges, a person who was facing in a attempted murder charge as well, a person who was convicted after all this for a different murder in Florida. A person who has no regard for life, a person who came across what could be your daughter, your wife, your cousin, your aunt, your nephew, your niece. I mean, have we gotten to a point in society where we have to behave like animals and tell females you don't go out at night unless you have a chaperone? because you need to make sure someone's there to protect you because you could just be kidnapped by monsters that are just on the prowl. You know, you're not safe even at a Chevron, you know, station in a well-lit area. And so I come across this story with a lot of mixed emotions. I come across this, this story and I, I feel horrible for Walt Harris and what his family has had to go through. I do give them an immense amount of credit for creating a legacy for Anaya Blanchard, for working with the lawmakers, for working with the policymakers in Alabama to go ahead and create Anaya's law, you know, to go ahead now and push for a reform of the bail system. And that has been successful. That now if prosecutors see that there's a criminal that may not have committed a capital crime, but a criminal that have committed still a crime that is serious enough that they need to be held while facing their charges or held until their trial is complete, that now we have a mechanism in Alabama to do that. And so Anaya will live on, her legacy will live on in Anaya's law. And there's some comfort in that for the Harris family. There's some comfort in knowing that they have remembered their daughter and though he has four beautiful children with his wife, this has had an enormous impact on him. He's done post-fight interviews where he has been emotional. And some people in and around the sport of MMA 
wonder if maybe he's never going to be the same fighter because a part of him a part of him was in essence lost when he when he lost the innocence of his 19-year-old daughter my heart goes out to to the Harris family to all those that were impacted that were affected everyone from her friends her roommates you know she was planning a future she was somebody who who had goals and had ambitions and not that anyone's life is more valuable than than another's but when you look at the the creep that she came across here Ibrahim Yazid who is more than likely going to rot in jail forever and the Alabama hardworking people of Alabama will their tax dollars will pay to keep him incarcerated and feed him and allow him to live some level of a humane life though he had no regard for Anaya Blanchard's life you know it makes me sick it makes me sick it should make any civil person from society sick and you know I would never advocate for the death penalty I am I am not a person who believes in the death penalty but boy if you do believe in the death penalty wouldn't this be the candidate you know, wouldn't this be the cockroach that you would want to spit out and get rid of? You know, what do you do to deter this? Well, no, what we should have, what should have been done is, you know, he, he was leaking through the system, right? He was falling through the cracks and somehow the justice system wasn't, wasn't able to, for some reason, you know, really get this guy off the streets. And if it wasn't going to be a Nia Blanchard, it was going to be another, another victim. And who knows, maybe it was going to be a dude. Could have been a guy, maybe just a young guy who's just... You know, I come from New York City. I was raised by parents who were very street savvy. And I want to think that I know when someone is, you know, feeding me a line or, or, or giving me some BS or, you know, trying to, you know, set me up, rob me or whatever. I want to think I know what I'm when someone's doing that. But you don't always know. And and when someone's maybe asking you innocently for the most basic of, oh, can I just, can you, can you drop me off down the street? My grandmother needs me to, to, to bring her this, you know, like, you don't know. Like, you know, and she's 19 years old. She's 19 years old. So she's facing what she has, what you know, one year of legal adulthood, 18 to 19, you know two years maybe away from home in college a year and a half two years she's very much just becoming an adult this this jerk you know he probably saw that he, he probably knew that he can prey upon somebody who was a little bit more naive you know that's what these predators do and he comes across this girl and looks at it like hey listen I don't got much going on I don't even have a car probably so let me go ahead and rob this girl in her car you know not thinking maybe even not even planning to murder her but doesn't have an end game doesn't have a, a real a real game plan so he takes her life he's like whatever you know so as Walt Harris prepares for UFC Vegas uh, 28 next weekend you know if you are uh, a fan of of the mixed martial arts if you're gonna be watching that event um, I know I'll be watching and I'll be watching 
and rooting hard for Walt Harris. I'll be rooting hard for Walt Harris and probably every everything he does. Um, he's run for city council before in Alabama. I could see him running for some type of office again in Alabama. Um, you know, he's born and raised there. Went to college in Alabama. His daughter Anaya, you know, is now you know in the in the law books forever in Alabama. And, um, you know, I, I can see him maybe doing more things in the state, but he's not done yet in the ring. Um, you know, some have questioned whether he could be the same fighter again after this because it's been, it's been heavy. It's been heavy on him and his family. But you know what? It's, it's been almost two years. Uh, there's been a lot of healing. There's been a lot of positive remembering um, for what it's worth. He does have four children, you know, him and his wife do have four children. And does it lessen the blow? You don't want to say it or suggest it, but if it was an only child, you know, probably would be even more devastating, right? So um, I'll tell you this, and I think it's something that's important to note. I've heard people say, well, you know, they've qualified all the stories and coverage on this by saying it's his stepdaughter, right? And I want to take some real offense to that because I was raised, you know, by a quote unquote stepfather, you know, though I had my real father in my life, my stepfather at the age of six came into my life. And so, you know, I don't walk around telling people that he's my stepfather or referring to him as my stepfather. Like the dude is my dad. He, uh, you know, he did all the things that a dad you know, did, you know, taking care of me and, and breakfast and driving me to and from everything. And so, you know, it doesn't hurt less, you know, Walt Harris doesn't feel differently because it's, it's his stepdaughter, right? So uh, throughout this story, you didn't hear me refer to it because of that. I didn't think that was an important detail. Um, he lost his daughter and, and that's the way that I see it. I'm not sure that's the pain that he feels. And, um, you know, um, I think what him and his wife have done in the aftermath of this tragedy is courageous. They've been present in court to face this guy, to let this monster know that they care about the, this, this, this beautiful flower that, that he took from the earth, that they're going to face him, that they're going to remember. And maybe, you know, hey, the Lord works in, in weird ways. Maybe the Lord, you know, gets to Ibrahim Yazid in prison while he's incarcerated and he could feel some level of sorrow and compassion for what he's done because right now it seems like he's just a monster with no regard you know for human life and in the wake of this tragedy i think the harris family is a model for for grieving families and what they can do and sometimes yeah you can you can actually affect policy i think that is always that's important um, we don't have time on this episode to get into, for example, inner city violence and gun policy and, you know, policy re regarding domestic violence. But I'm always impressed when victims can impact policy change, because isn't that truly the lasting legacy that you can leave, um, for your, whoever, whatever family member you may have lost or loved one that you want to show, I, I care about you. I love you. And I want to remember you. And I also want to see that maybe what happened to you, if you fell a victim to something that we could prevent other people from falling victim to, that we can make policy change. 
you know, so for the Harris family to have their daughter's name forever immortalized in Alabama, you know, constitutional law is, um, is a great feat. And it speaks volumes to the quality of a person that Mr. Harris is and the, the kind of ideals and the character that he speaks to. So how do you not root for him coming into this upcoming fight and every fight he's in? I will be one of his biggest supporters and um, I'm wishing him the best. I'm wishing his family the best. Um, and that brings us to the end of this episode. Um, as usual, you know, the stories are not necessarily the brightest. They don't make you feel happy inside, but um, we're sharing sometimes the other side of life, the side that sometimes we got to maybe see this side or think about this side to even just appreciate more of what we have, right? Sometimes you just take a little peek into the window of like the real, real nasty things that are going on in the world and then you just kind of sit back while you're listening right now to me, while you're in a car, while you're in front of your laptop, while you have your air condition on, while your kids are downstairs, you know, and you sit back and say, wow, there's some really nasty things that go on in this world that I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I have what I have. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my family and my kids and my loved ones. And so even though we do talk about topics on caged animals that you know, maybe things in or outside the ring or the octagon that are maybe sad and sometimes maybe question like, you know, what's fair? Life isn't fair. But we bring this to you with the idea that we want to remember also the people involved. We want to remember Anaya Blanchard. We want to highlight the fact that her family, how courageous they were in the aftermath of this tragedy. And if there's any lessons here, or anything you can take away from it, just remember, you know, around every corner lurks a potential, you know, a potential monster, a potential person that we're just gonna have no regard for you or what you have. So, you know, travel safely, um, travel with, you know, the third eye, keep your eyes open. Whether you're a female or a male, I don't think it matters per se. You, you have to be careful right now. Um, I think some level of our society has just completely checked out. They don't care. They don't care about you. They don't care about if they take you from your family and they don't care. They just don't care. So, you know, you're going through a small town, you're going through places that are not well lit and it's nighttime, you know, just do the extra things to be careful. If you can avoid something, try to avoid that something. If you can travel at a certain time, do that you know all i could tell you is when you hear these stories you, you gotta you know think twice about what you're doing sometimes are you exposing yourself to anything that maybe you can avoid i don't think that this young lady anaya blanchard could have seen the those circumstances that night she was 19 she's going to the convenience store i mean all we know now is that you can't do that i guess right you got to be careful okay you got to be super careful and you know, for anyone who's got a young lady that they care for or a daughter or anyone they're related to, right? You don't have to share this story with them per se because this is a pretty sad story. But just, you know, maybe give them that pep talk. Hey, you know, make sure you're careful. Don't give nobody a ride you don't know. And, you know, hey, just, you know, 
thank you, but no thank you. You know, keep it moving. Double check your mirrors, you know, be in a well-lit area. I know it sounds repetitive, but it makes you really double down. So next time you speak to your loved one, especially your female loved ones, you know, give them that talk. Remind them, hey, just double check. Look over your shoulder. If you feel something's not right, don't get out the car. If you feel something's not right, call 911. If you feel something's not right, you know, hit the gas. You know, get out of there. Um, don't put yourself in a situation where, you know, that you can't get out of. So, Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the coverage. Um, I hope you enjoyed the story. And if you're watching the fight next weekend, you get to see Walt Harris fight, you know, hopefully you're thinking about his daughter, Anaya, and uh, rooting for him to get a, to get a win and, and keep getting a win in life. I, like I said, not just in UFC. I hope he keeps winning in life. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the episode once again, and uh, we'll see you again at 12 o'clock next Sunday and every Sunday after that. Thank you for tuning in to Caged Animals, and take care.